Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Okay, three things there. Number one, I will obviously be listening to the Cornets on, on ESPN Radio on Sunday. Yep. And number two... Um, Nuno, like, that's the kind of answer that is never going to get you married. Not at all. When you say that she should know better. Yeah. Uh, but really, three, and the most important of all, my wife was listening at the time and texted <laughs> me after the segment and said, uh, in not so many words, uh, by the way, moron, my flight gets in at 7 p.m. You threw her under the bus is what you did. I threw her under the bus? Yeah, you threw your wife under the bus. No, I didn't throw her under the you bus. You did throw her under the she bus. She understands. You said she booked the flight. And just... She understands that there are times when our personal lives, within reason, will become a part of the show. Mm-hmm. She understands But this. you threw her under the bus because you had the flight time wrong. I honestly did believe it was 3.30. Yeah, but you were wrong. <laughs> so you have to acknowledge well, you Well, I'm acknowledging wrong. that right now. I was okay, wrong. there you go. I was wrong. You had, I, half of, you had all of America thinking yesterday that your wife was a bad person for scheduling I, a flight I, I landing she was a bad in the person. middle of your football Sunday. I would never, never, ever suggest my, my wife. I, I don't want to sound like the typical guy in this situation. I'm, I'm an oaf. In every way, my wife makes me an infinitely better individual gotcha. than I am. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but that aside, it's even seven o'clock is still like tail end of the four o'clock. No, game, stop so. yourself. No, stop yourself. <laughs> stop it. Stop. See, you know what I wanted you to see is that even with my wife, I will sometimes hate on the decision. But see, the, the great part about her landing at seven is mm. that you can leave right around halftime. Of the four o'clock window games, mm-hmm. make sure you're on time to pick her up, and you've got that little buffer between seven o'clock and eight fifteen where you can boogie on home and get ready for the start of the primetime game Sunday night football. See, now I know that you are a newly married guy because you are not taking into account the entirety of the first half, which will be spent hearing about the reunion. Oh, that's. But what about what's that's the, where it's what's, the, what's the hour car drive home for? The first part about the reunion. <laughs> so, that part, so part two takes yeah, exactly. up the first half of the Sunday night Exactly. Game. Wow, okay. Carlin, ESPN gotcha. Radio, and on the ESPN app. Got and it. by the way, I'm a Steelers fan, too, so really it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, let's get to some stuff that does matter for our audience. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff that does matter for our audience, money, making money. Oh, yeah. Wagering. And, frankly, giving props. We're not afraid to tell you when we got something right. Wow. You were right. Or wrong. That was terrible. It's time to give props. But we're just giving you prop bets. That's all we're doing with yeah. this. Yeah. So let's do that right now. We welcome in our host this week, Devin Kane. Let's go. Devin. Let's go. How right. we doing? I'm doing well, man. Let's make some money. All right. First up, Saquon mm. Barkley over under 75 and a half rushing yards they are taking on the chargers the over and the under are both minus 115 what do you got here all right uh, I'm, gonna take, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the lead on this one right yeah, because jaguars not the chargers strike one sorry yeah, yes. yeah strike they, got, one. they got the jaguars come on don't, don't say strike one stop it, it up. stop stop he's trying to he's trying to quarterback this thing give him some credit okay now i'm nervous saquon Barkley okay, well, on the road the against the jacksonville jaguars a defense that's only allowed 100 yard rusher I'm going to say we fade Saquon Barkley. I'm going to go under the really? 75 and a half yards rushing. And I get it. He is the identity of that Giants offense. But I think Doug Peterson and that Jacksonville Jaguars defense is going to take him away. Pay attention if you guys haven't seen. 
Rookie linebacker Devin Lloyd for the Jacksonville Jaguars. This guy can flat out ball. He is going to be in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year, and he's going to show up an awful lot. Also, another thing to pay attention to, Saquon Barkley's right shoulder. I know the Giants are being tight-lipped about it. I don't know if he's 100%. So that Jaguars defense can make things awfully physical on him. So I would take the under on the 75.5 for Saquon. See, you had me leaning Giants earlier. Or I had me leaning Giants earlier. Yeah. Now you got me leaning Jags. Uh, listen, I'm based on everything that you just said and based more on the fact that teams really have to start loading up and make Daniel Jones beat them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go under here, too. Yeah, I would go under. Next! All right, we got the Ravens and the Browns. Ravens over under 26.5 total points. Carl, let's go to you. Over or under? Yeah, that's an over. Uh, that's an over. Um, Devin gives us a note that the Browns have allowed 30-plus points in each of the past two weeks and in three games total this year. Um, and two of them were against the Patriots and Jets. Was one, The other one against... Uh, the Chargers with a banged-up Herbert, no Keenan Allen. I don't see any way here that they don't score 30 points in this game. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I yeah. would go with the over on that for the Ravens as well. Next. All right, we got Damian Pierce over under 66.5 rushing yards. Canty, what do you got here? I'm going under, man. I, I just don't see it, and I get it. The Raiders' defense ain't necessarily lighting up the world, but I don't think Damian Pierce is going over that total of 66 and a half. I, I mean, this is a Raiders team overall that's desperate. They got to find wins. They're coming off of a bye week, so you got to think there's going to be a renewed sense of urgency. So I don't think he's going to go over that. And all the, Although the Raiders do give up a ton of yards and a ton of points, they have the sixth best run defense in the National Football League top five when it comes to yards per attempt so i'm gonna say damian pierce quiet day for him on the ground yeah i'm gonna go over you know why he's gone over that number five uh four straight five straight games so why would i go against four straight games why would i go against that trend okay last four games 69 80 131 and 99 okay so i'm gonna jump on that i am gonna go with the over uh on damian pierce over 66 and a half, which by the way, you went under the odds on that were at plus 100. The over is minus 110 or minus 135. So I'm taking shorter odds. Yeah. Minus 135. Okay. Next. All right. Next up, Carlin. Chiefs over under 25 and a half total points. What do you got here? Well, this is interesting, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Jimmy Ward and Nick Bosa both not on the injury report. Both clear to go Sunday. That is very, very interesting to me. 25 and a half points for the Chiefs just feels like a bad day at the office. It is. You know? I know the obvious thing is to take the over. I'm going to go under. Okay. I, I'm going to say they're going to score 24 points against the 49ers. Oh, well, we're going to be on the other sides of this one, brother. I'm yeah. going over in a big way for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I know that there's optimism around San Francisco after the McCaffrey trade and guys getting healthy. But Pat Mahomes, in the regular season after losses, 12-3 and record. 12-3. Mm-hmm. and They're the number one offense, scoring offense in the National Football League. And they're the number one offense in terms of EPA by a wide margin. Number two is not even in the picture. So I, I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs bouncing back in a big way. They know that they don't have a lot of margin for error. 
if they're going to compete for the Buffalo Bills for that number one overall seed in the conference. I, I do believe they could score 24 points and win the game. Do you think they could? I think they could. I think they'll score more than that, though. Okay. This is this is one of those opportunities for a statement game for Pat Mahomes going up against what everybody believes is one of the best defenses in the NFL. Next. All right. Finally, Canty, Austin Eckler, over 56 and a half rushing yards. What are you doing here? Ooh, that's a good one. Austin Eckler. How many yards? 56, 56 and, a half. and a half. 56 and a half rushing yards, Austin Eckler. Oh, I'm going to go over. I'm going over on 56 and a half rushing yards because guess what? The defense for the Seattle Seahawks can't stop a nosebleed. I think it's going to be a big day for that Chargers offense. I'm rolling with Austin Eckler on the ground. Pound for pound, probably one of the strongest men in the NFL. But just for context, the second worst run defense in the National Football League, Seattle Seahawks. Go over with Austin Eckler on rushing total. All right, you just convinced me. I was going to go under, and the primary reason I was going to go under is that Austin Eckler is one of those guys, yes, he will get his yards. You just can't predict if he's going to get it in the pass game or the run game each week. Total, like if we were tying the two together, I'd comfortably do the over. But based on the Seahawks numbers, I'll go the over there. There you go. On 56. There 50, you go. 56 and a half? Correct. Yeah, I have feels to like layup, yeah, it, it, it feels like a layup, doesn't it? It feels like a layup. It kind of does. Yeah. 56 and a half over Austin Eckler. And bang, right there. Done. I love it. Well done. Well done. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Well, every week we like to give you... NFL segments that move along, we like to call them pacey. (laughs) And up next, we have for you just that. The Canty and Carlin Pacey NFL segment, which will include the question. Did you forget the question? No, I was trying to pick it from our list of questions. Uh, Which New York team will lose again first? All right. Which New York team will lose again first? And are the Atlanta Falcons for real? Okay. I like it. Canty and Carlin. It'll have more pace than that, though. Uh, Quite a bit more. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It's Friday. It's NFL content on Canty and Carlin. Oh, you better believe it. That's right. And so, we like to give it to you in a rather rapid-fire 
fashion sometimes. Some might even call it Pacey. It's time for Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. I don't know why the downer at the beginning. Yeah, I don't get that either. I mean, the car being Pacey, I get that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. This is another Evan Wilner special. Nowhere to be. Nowhere. Well, we're not going to disparage the man while he's not on the well, show. Well, he's with not us. here to answer for his sins. Exactly. So, in there'll either be, way, there'll be plenty of time for that for the rest of the season. That's a fair but point. Let, but let's get to it, though. Let's, let's not do keep it. the audience waiting. All right, Chris. Dan Orlovsky said the 49ers are the best threat to the Eagles in the NFC. Does Christian McCaffrey make them the second best team in the NFC? Well, I feel like I have to ride with this in the interest of take integrity, right? Because I'm the guy that picked the San Francisco 49ers to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Now, that being said, it feels like the Dallas Cowboys are that team and the Minnesota Vikings are not far behind that. But we'll see what Christian McCaffrey is able to bring to the 49ers. I do think it gives their offense a bump. But the biggest issue with the Niners is can their defense stay healthy? And until I see that, then I'm going to have some concerns. The Dallas Cowboys, the strength of that team, that defense, they've stayed healthy, and they've been consistent in terms of harassing quarterbacks. So right now, I would give the slight edge to the Cowboys, but I think at the end of the season, the 49ers could be the second-best team in the conference. You know who the second-best team in the conference is? Four different teams. That's the problem. They are they are all tied for basically being the second different the second best team in the conference, and I'm going to say that's among the Cowboys, that's among the Vikings, that's among the Bucks and the 49ers. That's right a, a cop out, man. You're putting on the question. Out. Answer the damn question. No, the question is the qu- the answer I is the question. I said yeah, no, and it was the, the wrong answer. No, I said it's the Dallas Cowboys right now, but at the end of the season, it could be the 49ers. I'm saying that's what I said. I'm saying there isn't a second best team. Come right on, now. man. What is it? There isn't. What are we doing, Dev? What, what are we doing what i'm doing is giving you the real truth i'm keeping it a hundred as they say did i just say that apparently i did that's gonna be cut oh my god next what does Tua Tagovailoa's return mean for the dolphins chris get your head out of your hands it means they're not the worst team in the division which is where they find themselves in the standings right now like Tua being back means that they're probably the second best team in the division and they'd be a playoff team but right now they'd be on the outside looking in and don't look now, but the Jets would be in the postseason if it started today. So, as strangely as that sounds, Tua being back makes the Dolphins a playoff team if he can stay healthy for the rest of the games on their schedule. Exactly true. 100%. And it means that they – and and don't get knocked over by a feather here, Dolphins fans. It means the Dolphins are a better team. I actually said that. I know. It's not something I'm accustomed to saying. But with Tua Tagovailoa, the Miami Dolphins are a better team. Next, which New York team will lose again first? I'm going to give you the four games coming up for each of the teams, all right? Okay, let's do it. Jets, their next four games, Broncos, Patriots, Bills, and Patriots. Giants, next four. Jaguars, Seattle, those two on the road, Texans, Lions. Whoa! I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Giants can get to their bye week unscathed, even though they got some sneaky tough games in, on the road in Jacksonville, on the road in Seattle. But if you're the Jets, you've got the Broncos playing in mile high, ain't never been easy for nobody. Adjusting the altitude actually is a thing. Then you've got the Patriots, a division rival that's had your number for the last several years. And you've got the Buffalo Bills before your bye week. So if nothing else, we know November 6th is probably going to be an L for the New York Jets. So... 
I'm going to say the Jets, out of the two New York teams, is the one to lose next. I'm going to say the Giants. And, and listen, you've turned me around in the in the course of a show on the Giants. And maybe it just means I'm gullible, but apparently so. I say they lose on Sunday to the Jaguars. Okay. And I think the Jets are going to win the game. I, I, for all the reasons that you gave earlier on your Saquon Barkley under 75 and a half yards rushing, uh, I am on board with that. And I, I, I really just, I think the clock's going to strike midnight on Daniel Jones here at some point. Wow. And, it, and he's not even Cinderella when you look at the numbers. I mean, he's, he's more like a dwarf. He's, wow. He's a, but he's not sleepy. I understand your animosity toward Aaron Rodgers, but what did Daniel Jones do to you? I just mixed up Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Cinderella, it too, happened. by the way. I think people got the sentiment. <laughs> what do you have against Daniel Jones? I don't have anything against him. Okay. He's just not very good. Okay. That's, you know what he can do? He can run. Yeah. And I think the Giants will continue to ride that as a part of their zone read scheme with Saquon. Next, the Atlanta Falcons have won three out of the last four. Are they for real? No. 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 They're false flagging. Next, which team... <laughs> Most needs a win this week, Chris Canty. Which NFL team most needs a win this week? Ooh, that is an interesting question. I am going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. If the Raiders don't get a win this weekend, (laughs) all of a sudden we're looking at the Josh McDaniels experiment with the side eye because the Raiders offensively shouldn't be as bad as they are. And yet you're talking about a team through their first six games that's only got one win. They are one and four with a minus five point differential. And they're coming off of a bye week, correct me if I'm wrong. They are. Yeah. They are. So they better damn well beat the Houston Texans. You know who wins? A, uh, who needs a win more? Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. How do the Packers need a win more than the Las Vegas Raiders? Because the Packers are supposed to be a championship contender, let alone... Uh, in the NFC and in their division. And they're already two and a half back in their division. They go out and they lose to the Commanders. There is what Ryan Clark predicted there would be. Implosion. There could absolutely be the beginning of the end and a real implosion among the Packers can if they you, lose Can to I ask you a question? Yeah. If you had to put money on it today, are the Packers going to the playoffs? I, I would say I'd say no. Wow, you would say no. Yeah, I talked about this earlier in the week. Hmm. I say okay. right now, That's interesting. the way things are, Packers are not going to the playoffs. Okay. Who do you, ha- who do you, who do you have more confidence in not going to the playoffs? Do you, you understand mean? what I'm saying? Who do you think, who are you more certain that is not going to the playoffs, the Packers or the Raiders? Oh, the Raiders. That's my point. Yeah. That's that's okay. why I say the Raiders need to win more. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But we had higher expectations for the Packers. Well, the Raiders were a playoff team a year ago. And they, they brought in Devontae Adams? No? Yes, okay. no, there were All expectations right. okay. there. Right. I would say they were higher for the Packers even without Devontae Okay, I mean, Adams. you gave an answer, and I gave the right answer. Canty okay. and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, well, we have some work to do. Uh, we are now 8-9-1, and one, is that correct? That is eight, unfortunately correct. 8-9-1 and one in the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Uh, we are behind Greeny. We are behind uh, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Correct. And uh, who else are we behind? Spain and Fitz. We're Spain behind and Spain and Fitz. Fitz. You're, you're yeah. tied with KJM right now. And we are in front of Barton Hahn. Yeah, Barton Hahn is way behind. Okay. I, I, I don't know that I've ever heard a more depressing sentence than we're tied with KJM right now. 
We got to be better. Than You're that. throwing a lot of shade at people <laughs> right now, and I am just, I'm going to stay clear. We got to be clear. better. I'm no, staying away I'm from saying, it. I'm saying I have a lot. Of, I'm not throwing shade at them. It's more about me okay. and how I value what I think. Okay. And clearly, I'm not getting it done because we followed you last week and we went two and one. So my inclination is that we continue with that philosophy, even if you and I disagree. Ride the hot hand, man. And again, it's a Carlin can't lose situation. Yeah. If we win, we win. If we lose, it's I my blame fault. you. There you go. Yes. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? We've got ground to make up. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Of course, we're on Sirius XM Channel 80 as well. And on your smart speakers, it is time for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. And I'm just, I'm frustrated with our performance so far. And I put a lot of it on me, frankly. Mm. Um, I, I just feel like I haven't been at my best. I don't, not that I'm ever really knowing what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But... Less so than usual lately. Okay. I, I feel like my picks have just been bad. So we well, I'm going to need for you to step it up, bro. Well, we're, we're going to ride with you again because it worked last week. So <laughs> I'm going to hop on your back here. Okay. And, uh, you know. Don't treat me like Cooper Rush, though. Like you're going to ride <laughs> no. until, until I lose and then you're going to put me no. on the bench. No. Listen. All right. The second you lose, I'm going to you have an 0 and 3 week i mean we're done wow okay but all right listen no pressure though no pressure no. so it is time for the canty and carlin selections for the espn radio pickup challenge it's a team man it's a team one guy can't do it it takes all of us espn radios pickem challenge so it is a team yeah here are the standings as we speak. Greeny, first place, 10-7-1. Mm, very strong. Spain and Fitz, 9-8-1. Strong. Freddie and Fitzsimmons, 9-8-1. Okay. Uh, Canty and Carlin, 8-9-1. All right. KJM, 8-9-1. All right. Barton Hahn, 7-10-1. Okay. All right? So we are right in the healthy part of the curve. That's where we are. Uh, <laughs> but we could turn this around with one good week, 
We could see it all fall apart with one bad week. Yes, we could. But let's see if we can make this happen and bring in uh, Devin Kane as we have our three games to pick. Devin, lay them out. Lay out number one. What do we got? All right, first game on the docket. Colts taking on the Titans. Titans are favored by two and a half points. Canty, what are you thinking here? I love the Tennessee Titans in this spot. A well-coached team coming off of a bye week and riding a three-game winning streak in which they did beat the Indianapolis Colts in their own building a couple of weeks ago. So I don't think there's a fear factor. Mike Vrabel knows what the hell he's doing. And the fact that this team is protecting the football and generating takeaways and they can rush the passer, those that's a formula for success. So I like Tennessee in this spot going up against the Colts. See, I said earlier in our underdog segment that I could see the Colts going and winning this game. But I'm willing to ride with the Titans here. I absolutely am. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites. And for me, there's there's nothing special about the Colts. I don't know how special there is very much about the Titans, but they are playing better. So I'm with you. I'm riding with you. I'm hopping on your back. Titans minus two-and-a-half. Next. Next up, Seahawks going on the road to play the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by five-and-a-half points. Canty, what are you thinking here? Oh, man, this is one of those games that you, you kind of worry about. And looking at the Explain money. why. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Looking at the money on this game against the spread, 95% of the cash is on the Seattle Seahawks. This line started earlier in the week at 7.5 in the Chargers' favor. It has now gone down to 5. Now, I guess everybody in the ESPN radio network made their picks when it was at 5.5. But it feels like a lot of people are jumping on that Seahawks bandwagon because of the way that Geno Smith is playing. Carlin, I'm just not there yet. And even though I don't trust Brandon Staley, I do trust Justin Herbert. I do trust Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, and company. And this Seahawks defense is absolutely atrocious. So I think this is a spot where Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler light up the scoreboard. Yeah, you had me at everybody in the ESPN radio family is enamored with how Geno Smith is playing. That's where... I can jump off and can't, and very, very comfortably ride with the Chargers. When it comfortably? Invo- yes. When it involves okay. Geno Smith and relying on him to play well, even though he's playing very well this year, I, it's going to take a lot more. There's too many. There's too much scar tissue. So even with America, right? putting 95% of the cash, ATS, on the Seahawks, you're still comfortable riding with the Chargers. Let's be different. It doesn't give you any pause. As I've said. Okay. As I have said, America, bunch of suckers. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I I mean that in the most loving way possible. I don't think you can say that. I don't think you can say that with all due respect. (laughs) That doesn't doesn't work when you say something like that. I didn't say that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, the sentiment is the same. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Dad, what we got? Wow, you just took a shot at America. Um, yes, he did. He actually right, did. Moving I on. Can see the headline now. Why does Chris Carlin hate America? <laughs> <laughs> Last game up. Chiefs going on the road to take on the 49ers. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites, the Chiefs are. Canty, what do you think here? Man, listen, Pat Mahomes is 12-3 and three after losses in the regular season. So give me my homeboy. The number is on the right side of three. And so I like the Kansas City Chiefs going on the road and getting that dub. And I think this is a spot that's a little bit of a statement game for the Chiefs after having that loss in Arrowhead to the Buffalo Bills. This is when they remind people we're really that good and our offense can put up a lot of points. I mean, if you would have told Pat Mahomes that his defense would have held the Bills to 24 points, 
and he would have said they probably would have won that game. That's not what happened. They got stagnant. They only they got held to 20. This is an opportunity for the best offense in the NFL to assert itself against the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, listen, I I think that the def, the best defense in the NFL is going to play well, but not well enough to win this game. Yeah, I, I could see the Chiefs scoring 24 points and winning this game. I very comfortably, again, ride with you on this. The Chiefs minus two and a half. Look, Christian McCaffrey's not going to be a huge factor in this game. Yeah. Maybe he'll get, what, you know, 15 snaps? Yeah. I mean, that's optimistic, it's I would More say. of a decoy than anything else. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm going to ride with you here. As I've said, I will with the Chiefs minus So any pause with us going chalk on all of the games? I mean, we're basically picking favorites. No, I'm good with it. Okay. I'm good with it. All right. If you are, I am. But I am. I don't want to second guess myself. I want to lock it in. So Okay. Let's lock it in. Lock it in, Dev. Quickly, two other games, Dev. Go. All right. First up, Packers minus four and a half going to the Commanders. What are we thinking, boys? Give me the Washington. I want Washington. Mm-hmm. I'll take Washington. I'm riding with Taylor Heineke and that defensive front for the Washington Commanders. They're going to get after Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing. Would not be surprised if the Commanders win outright, yeah. but they certainly do enough to cover the number. Yeah, I think they covered the number, too. I think they scared the daylights out of the Packers. Packers will escape, but it will be a true escape from that game. Right, we last basically, one. We basically got to pick them in this last game. The Jets are visiting the Broncos. The Broncos are favored by one point. What are we thinking, Canty? Well, this feels so wrong, but I got to do it. I'm going with the Jets. I mean, this is another impressive road win for the New York Jets. I mean, they're, they're getting a point. They're not going to need it. This would make it three of the last four games where they've had impressive road wins. Going on the road in Pittsburgh, going on the road in Green Bay, now going on the road in Denver. Hey, man, these young guys for the Jets, they're players. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, uh, Sauce Gardner, these guys are making it happen. The Jets are playing with swagger. I like them. Give me the better coach and the better quarterback. I'll take the Jets. Wow. <laughs> the way things are going right now for Russ. You just take things too far sometimes. I'm just going to let that Wolverine blood? I mean, come on. He takes things too far, too. Exactly. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. My friends, again, we are about making you money. So what is up? The play of the day. That's right. Get out your pens. That is on the way in just moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and Pat Bev making some strong statements prior to the Lakers game last night. On behalf of myself, my teammates, the coaching staff, the organization, it's going to be a hell of a year this year. We're going to have a lot of ups, a lot of downs, stick through it. We're going to the playoffs and trying to make some, some real good shit happen. So, turn it up. We're going to the playoffs. And the Lakers went out and lost again. You're going to the playoffs, you must be talking about your franchise mode on 2K. You ain't going to the playoffs like in real life. It's not going to happen. There's a reason why you're 0-2. And LeBron James talked about it after they lost their regular season opener. 
It ain't like they got a bunch of 40% career three-point shooters. They they don't have guys that can shoot. Nope. If you can't space the floor in today's NBA, it makes it hard to operate in the half court offensively. It does raise this question for me, though. The one thing I will say is the Lakers will defend. They will defend, and they have to defend because they can't shoot. Well, you say they will defend, but the defensive possession ends when you get the rebound. And last night, they got out-rebounded by 20 boards mm. against the excuse me the los angeles clippers but can the we los angeles clippers carlin i know but can we agree the lakers are not a bad defensive team they're a good defense well carlin you got a part of playing defense is getting a damn rebound i agree uh, that is absolutely part of it that's one night last night where they got out rebounded so badly i'm not i'm not going to get nuts about that i what i do wonder is will there be at any juncture this year where you can count on their defense to carry them a little bit it's hard to rely on defense in today's game, night in, night out in the regular season. It's just hard to have that kind of effort defensively throughout all 82 regular season games. I just don't see that happening. I mean, they did a really good job last night in holding the Clippers to, what, 101 points? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was 103. 103. Maybe. They held them 103. Okay, that was a great job. You held them to 103. How many nights are you going to be able to do that? I don't think that that's an every night occurrence, and you're going to struggle offensively because of your deficiencies every single game. So while I, I like where Pat Bev is coming from, and I recognize that he's a dog, and we got some guys that are that are dogs on that team, I also recognize that it's unrealistic to think that the Lakers are going to be a lock to make the playoffs. <laughs> I'd love to see Pat Bev get up there with the microphone. Listen, going to be a great year. We're going to make the play-in tournament going to be awesome well i mean he's saying what he's got to say but Carl, I know. think about I know. it with russell westbrook making it an even more toxic environment and exacerbating the issues that they already got it's just a mess right now russ russ wants the paid vacation just give it to him send him home figure it out later i don't need russ around right now when we are drowning i don't need russ throwing me a brick as opposed to a life preserver here it's time to make you some money because it's what we like to do. It's Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's easy to bundle your home and car insurance at Progressive.com. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. I've actually got two. It's for some college football this weekend. You could tie these together if you wanted to. That's up to you completely. I am intrigued by the following two games. Syracuse, number 14 in the country, on the road at Clemson, both undefeated. Syracuse 6-0, and Clemson 7-0. and The Tigers are ranked fifth in the country. You get those two teams together, Syracuse who beat them a few years ago, mm-hmm. Clemson's 14-point favorites. It's at home. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Things didn't go well the last time the Orange took a visit to Howard's Rock. No, but they weren't weren't this team either. No, they weren't. Uh, No, they weren't. I think they're they're decent defensively. And Sean Tucker is an absolute difference. They can't get in a situation, though, where they're chucking the ball to try to win the game. No, they've got to control the complexion in the game, and they've got to lean into the run game to try to shorten it. So I'm going to take the 14 points with Syracuse here. That's and, bold. And then That's bold. It is bold, but I, 14 is a good enough number. Okay. Here's the other one. 
Ole Miss on the road at LSU. Ooh. Ole Miss is ranked seventh in the country. They are seven and zero. LSU one and a half point favorites. Oh, I give me Ole Miss all day. Exactly. Yeah. We're gonna take the Rebels. Uh, getting one and a half in Baton Rouge. Yeah. At Tiger Stadium. Let's see if uh, Brian Kelly's accent can bail him out of this one. <laughs> Eight ball says doubtful. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is 3 and Out. This is also your weekend preview. It's brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you could save. Great story here. Jeff Crawley is a Phillies fan. Lost his dad to cancer in July. Uh, He went to San Diego because the tickets were cheaper in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Brought a sweatshirt of his dad and put the sweatshirt picture of his dad uh, in the seat next to him. Uh, Bryson Stott, the Phillies shortstop, heard about it. Got him tickets for game three. Yeah. Love it. it. I love it. And that's why we love sports, right? Because we yep. all know in these major markets, getting tickets to these games, especially in the playoffs, it's expensive. It's pricey. But the fact that, you know, this guy wanted his dad to be a part of it because they loved the Phillies so much, went across the country and, and had his dad next to him in a seat with the sweatshirt on. I just love the fact that players take it upon themselves to make it a special moment for him. And now he's going to be able to go to a game in Philly to root on his favorite team. This makes it awesome. And guess what? His dad still gets to be a part of it. That's what makes it cool, right? Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Kevin Durant, the latest to buy in to pickleball. He's got a pickleball franchise. The MLP. Oh, my God. What am I missing here with this pickleball thing? People love it. I, my sister I, I, is addicted. I've never played pickleball before. Me neither. But apparently, Kevin Durant ain't the only one in the NBA that's jumping on it. No, I, I guess it's a... I should like it because it sounds like it's a less, less athletic version of doubles tennis. Yeah. Wait, I can play doubles tennis and not have to move? All yeah. right. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, LeBron James has got a team. Uh, Draymond Green has got a team. Kevin Love has got a team. Like, people are getting involved in pickleball. I... I I've never played it, so I don't understand the craze, but now that KD's getting involved and all of these other athletes in the NBA and the NFL are getting involved, maybe I might I might take a dabble and try a little pickleball. Here's the deal. Uh, it's already expanding. The league was founded last year. It's already expanding from 12 to 16 teams in prize money expected to surpass $2 million next year. Hello. Hi. Hey, wow. I like it. And then finally, a 140-year-old pair of Levi's was found in a mine shaft. They just sold for eighty-seven grand. Why? I don't know. They were discovered in an abandoned mine shaft uh, in the American West, $87,000 at auction in New Mexico. They date back to the 1880s. They were unearthed by a self-described denim archaeologist. Okay. Denim archaeologist named michael harris america really is a great country a denim archaeologist yeah the privilege to be a denim archaeologist (laughs) one will never know but i love the description of the jeans and the term vintage of course they're vintage (laughs) they're from 1880 how do they even still have the properties of matter (laughs) i i I don't i don't know but apparently levi is a brand that can stand the test of time apparently literally and figuratively i want to see the guy who's putting those jeans on yeah i mean if you pay eighty seven thousand for them you can't wear them 
My guess is they probably didn't come in like a 46, so I'm probably you're, you're out, out on, there. You're out on that one? Uh, probably so. <laughs> it's brought to you by AT&T 5G. Too much college football is never too much with AT&T 5G. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.